Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys. <laughs> That's all I have. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, so many tears. I'm not even going to say, oh my God, because I don't believe in you right now, Chuck. Damn you, Chuck. Damn you to hell. Oh, you guys pulled at my heartstrings so bad. Today we are talking about season 15, episode three, the rupture of Supernatural. My name is Lindsay Wagner, and I'm joined by my favorite co-host, Cherry Davis. Say hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We've just been holding it in and holding it back. And, oh, today's going to be rough, y'all. I, I'm, I'm on this train with you. We are we are here to, to guide you as your conductors. And, uh, yeah, there's it's, it's, it's going to be a rough day today. We're going to talk all the deaths. I'm not even going to spoil it. But we're going to talk about a lot of deaths. We're going to talk about the best death, which... We've got a lot to choose from. Oh. We've got our, our our favorites doing some big things right now outside of the supernatural world, which we're excited about, which we'll we'll get to when we get to our news and gossip. But Cherry, tell me your initial thoughts about this episode. I, I like this is this is hard. Are they just gonna kill everybody for the final season? This is not what I wanted. I want a happy ending, and tonight was. Not a happy ending. We are not pulling a Sons of Anarchy or Breaking Bad situation here. No. I don't need everybody dying on me. Writers. No. I'm coming after you. Do better. Do better. <laughs> this is not, I mean, I, I'm, For you know, I just, you know, I'm never speechless. I, I was watching the episode and I was like, Sam won't do, Rowena's going to be okay. Rowena's got a strong yeah. sense of survival. That girl will like, Beat it. We'll be, we'll bound. She'll be like, I'm out. Pieces, deuces. Yeah, not care. She sacrificed herself. Oh, Castiel? Hey, he had. Nobody's in hell? Well, there's people in hell now. Uh, Contained. Contained. Oh. Go back to hell, all of you. My just, I literally like, I don't ever. Very rarely do I tweet during the episode because I'm sitting here taking notes and doing all the things. And I had to tweet today twice because I was just broken and had to share it with you guys and make sure that I wasn't all by myself. Um, I don't even want to give you my initial thoughts because I just want to get into the episode and talk about it. I thought it was a hallucinating. Robina, thank you so much, said, have a tissue. I do have yeah. a tissue. I'd have brought you one. Okay, that's okay. I'm so Got sorry. I, I my mean, paper. This episode was good, but it was so painful to watch. It was just hard. It was 
hard. I said in my tweet, it this supernatural. You just obliterated me. They killed off people that I honestly thought were going to be there till the end. Uh- or at least to the mid-season. And it was just like, it looked like every 15 minutes they were like, uh, we gotta kill somebody. We Check. Get... And they just kept Check. killing everybody. Check. And I, I'm i gonna go on and say it. I felt it was unnecessary. It just felt like it was just a... It just felt cruel to me as a fan because I honestly... I know Sam was destined to kill Rowena. Mm-hmm. I accept that. Not like that. I, I honestly See, wanted her to have a goodbye with her not favorite son, who I can't believe. I know it's been 15 years. They have so many characters, so many people that we all want to see as fans. And I feel like they wanted to make room or something. I, I, I'm flabbergasted. I'm going to have to watch the episode again. I feel like they actually did her justice but we'll get into that more when we talk about what happened. But right now, my initial thought is, you just you just finished the whole season right there. You you fixed you fixed everything technically. So what's the point of the next seventeen episodes? It almost felt like the series finale. Yeah, or the mid season finale. This is what I was waiting for. Was later on. It didn't need to happen now. now. It just didn't need to happen yet. So let's get into the episode because. The hunters are noticing the ghosts are coming down faster than ever. Rowena's like, okay, I've got spells up the wazoo. Let's let's start doing them. Let's try things. Mm-hmm. So um they she she creates this shield, which it seems to be stopping the ghosts. Yes. And she can't do it. She gets tossed aside. She says the ghosts are too powerful. There's too much. She should have come there sooner, so she could have tried more, which I felt like Oh gosh, she feels guilty. She's really, really feeling that remorse, which normally she's just kind of like flippant and sarcastic about it. But she actually feels like I think she could have helped more if she'd been there sooner. When you think about seeing Rowena in the first time we saw her and she was just straight up evil, did not give an F. And now it's like full circle. Ruth has done such a wonderful job of making this character feel like a real person with motivation, with guilt, with love, with anger, with horrible exes. She did have a wonderful speech. Oh, she... And the connection she has with Sam Sam? is undeniable. I know we were talking on Twitter that it's not a mother-son relationship, but but there's love Maternal instinct. Yes, because she never really ever forgave her first son, who I still love. And I think Sam reminded her of her second son, the one that she, her favorite, her favorite son. Mm-hmm. He was smart and kind. He's the nice hair. And, <laughs> you know, you watch it and you see them. You see, I really didn't believe she was going to fall on the knife. I didn't believe, to me, I was looking at it and I couldn't figure out if he stabbed her or if she just went into the knife. It, it was it it's, was painful to watch. And was, I, 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 I rewound it. I, oh, I, I rewatched all the deaths like three times each. just to, and, the, and the face on the look on their faces before all of the deaths happened. Um, because there was such regret, remorse, these feelings of emotion on both people, the, the person killing the other person and the person dying. So it was really just just super interesting and great acting like uh, for the whole cast this episode um, we got so much out of Sam we got so much out of Ruth we got so much out of Alex and um, Misha and 
um, David. Just so much emotion from all of them. So it was good. Well rounded. Obviously, this director. Um, I, I remember it was, it was Charles like, Beeson. Okay. Whew. And hey, Robert sign Barron's me up. When wrote it can I be it? in a movie that you're you're directing? Because or show you're directing? Because wow, I want to see what you pull out of me. Because it was just wonderful. They're always great actors, but this really just they. I'm mad at what Robert Barron's wrote, but I have to appreciate the talent that he brought into it, and the repercussions of the way Rowena died when um, Dean said to Castiel, "When there's mess going down." you're always there that breakup you would not think that Rowena's death would, would cause, cause that him to feel that way yes but I think there was other th- I think there's other things leading up to that that makes him say that so yes. um Dean thinks they need to go after this they gotta be free um thinks it's Sam thinks it's bigger than them and he's kind of feels like they're out of ideas and Rowena says magic isn't gonna work so it seems like she's kind of given up on it but she's got like a final idea. Belfagor says that uh, Cass can follow him into the opening and tells them that there's a tear that God stamped out with his feet. And that's how all the souls came out of hell, which crazy. God threw a temper tantrum and he did throw a temper tantrum. Opened, opened the gates of hell. And they need Lilith's crook. Do you remember Lilith? I remember Liv, but she hasn't been on the. She hasn't been on Lilith since season like, like five or yeah, it's seven been a long or time, something like that. Did you notice? And it might have been just me. How Belthagar was dribbling out facts, keeping stuff secret. If he'd been more forthcoming, um, Rowena would not have died. And when he said that, when they were at the edge, and Cassio pushed him over, that was a sign. Cassio is not here for your bullcrap. Already pissed that he's wearing Jack like a meat suit. And then Cassio's been saying the whole time, you cannot trust him. He keeps doing yeah. crap. And he's Sam lying. and Dean were not listening to him. I mean, they're listening I think to him. With a grain of salt. He's yeah. a demon. Yeah, he's probably going to screw you over at some point. But right now he's helping us. He did put the shield. He did help them put the shield up mm. to protect them. That did protect Sam and Dean. He obviously had ulterior motives, which yes. we knew was going to be the case. But this Lilith crook slash horn. I remember Lilith. I don't would, remember her ever mentioning that. Though. Would I don't remember the, the crook, but... They can always bring these things in, which is so great because it does match up, like, exactly what they say. Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep. <laughs> She's carrying this crook with the horn in it, and it's going to bring all the souls in, and that's how she ruled hell. And then Crowley had other ways of disciplining, and so they can go down there, get this crook, get all the souls. Uh, Rowena says she needs Sam to do the spell with her, which we know is the oh. prophecy. So she's already preparing that if this doesn't work... This is how it has to be. Sam has to be there to kill her. And then Dean has the most dangerous job of throwing Miss Bomb in and being left out in the open. But Dean not being there with Sam is going to protect him because Dean would have said there's another way and would yes. not have let Sam do it. So she had to separate the two to make this happen. Everybody went the way that they... This is the way it was supposed to... This is the way God laid it out. This was the prophecy. This was exactly what was supposed to happen. As much as we don't like it, it was how it was supposed to be done. And so she lays all of it out. I love that she does that. I love that, yeah, that you're right, that cast just pushed Jack right into the hole. Oh, there you go. Nope, I don't like you. You're an abomination to Jack being in there. It was... Um, it was really good. And, you know, that was 
I was like, okay, here we go. We have an idea. We have a plan. I don't know where this is going to go, but we have a plan. And I have to say, well, Wina, her plan came together really well. And I'm going to go on and say this. If someone's going to be in charge in hell, I'd like it to be Rowena. Because she's proven time and time again she's a general. She has a plan. She can lead. Crowley was the king of hell. She can be queen witch of hell, for we sure. Need a new queen. We need a new leader, and I think a woman... I mean, I loved Abaddon. I I loved uh, Elena. (laughs) Uh, She's just fantastic. So, I mean, and we've had her here in the studio. So, Um, and then we see Ketch, who I didn't know that David Hayden Jones was going to be in this episode either, that we were going to get another sighting of him in the hospital. But it makes sense. I just think we could have waited a couple episodes to have him. And I guess it wouldn't have made sense for the rest of the episode, to be perfectly honest. He's in the hospital. They pulled the bullets out of him. He tells the nurse he's got to leave because he's got to go help out. Dr. Clark shows up, who's really our dad. Did not see that coming. Didn't see that coming. Coming. We asked last week. We said, we hope we get to see our dad and what she looks like and who she is. Okay. I spoke too soon. I didn't need to see you. I didn't need to know who you were. Now. You could have stayed long gone. I was... I have to say, when I first saw him getting up in the hospital gown, I was thinking, ooh, are we going to get a little booty shot? Hey. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the do- the nurse head flips around. I was like, that doesn't seem like a doctor. Eh, you're not supposed to take a life when you're a doctor. She didn't, even though I'm going to go on and say this, our dad is bad-ish, but I still think Balthagar did well, something. But, but yeah, we'll, let's, we're coming back. We're going to come to that, Cherry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you totally give me all your thoughts on that. Um, obviously, there's a fight sequence between her and Catch. Always great to see a woman just yes. kicking booty uh, there. Kicking Catch's booty, which you didn't get to see. But, no. You know. Mm. Hey, and she gets him by the neck. <sighs> She's on to him. He won't give up his friends. Not for any price. And he says, not at any price. He's not going to give them up for anything. He's so I'm going to cry again. I have to say, I've always <gasps> liked Catch. Any man in a bespoke suit has my heart. But when you first saw, I'm going to go on and say, David did a phenomenal job oh, as that a look character. look on his face. Because you would not think he wouldn't give, like, you, you think, think from he'd when give we met him seasons I mean, ago. He's he's an assassin for hire. You think he'd be like, well, you know what? I can save this. I can twist this around. But he was like straight up. He did. No. He's a stand-up guy. And I guess she ha- she did what she had to do. She sent him there to take care of Belfagar. He didn't follow through with the plan. That, yes. That's what she said he had to do. And she literally reaches in and rips out his heart and then like twists it. Oh, she was pissed. She was, high. and he just drops. And he I'm just like, I like I said, I watched everyone's death like three times, and I just went back and looked at his face as he said, as he took a moment, which is I love that when actors are given just that moment before mm-hmm. to let it read on their face and then say it. So it's just like everything coming together in the most beautiful package, and knowing he's he's sacrificing himself right there. I have to say again to Robert, who wrote this episode, everyone's death, they all had a moment. 
And for a final season, we all want to say goodbye or say hello. And this was a wonderful moment for Catch because, A, I've always found his character so beguiling. Even when he was being bad, he was just such a fun character to watch and to see. And with this last moment, again, we're getting so many great full circles. Characters that at first just seemed like they were evil from the get-go. And you got and layers were peeled back and forth when you realize how Ketch was abused by the men of letters to become the person he is. And at his inner core, he's a good, decent person. He's had friends. He had friends. His true friends were the the boys, was Castiel, was his little flirtation with, with Rowena. With Rowena. <laughs> and it was just, it was so good to see that, but... It was sad to say goodbye. Again, I did not think Ketch... I honestly thought Ketch was going to make it there and fight with them. I thought I thought that we'd be having him come back with all his fun weapons and yes! stuff later on in the season. But that is not going to happen. So, Rowena gets all the ingredients that she... Oh, go ahead, Cherry. So, Rubina, in the uh, chat, when I asked what they thought about Ketch, very mad. I never liked that character. She killed Eileen, the girl, and Mick. So happy for her, for his death. Some of y'all have some long-ass memories. <laughs> hey, I mean, he did. And I think um, he had posted something on Twitter about, you know, the fandom not being completely on his side. Yes. Which, which is great, because you, you don't want that. You want, you love that, mm-hmm. both, the being the good and the evil. Um, and maybe not understanding his trouble bo- troubling boyhood. Yes. And the troubled mind that he had um, in the show. But sometimes you love to hate somebody. Sure do. Uh, so great. the hunters get bring the ingredients, including Hedwig, the skull of the owl, which <laughs> love that uh, reference. And um, Dean gets a text from Catch, aka Ardat, who now has found out the plan and knows exactly what they're doing. So she knows that uh, Belfagar and Cass are going into hell. So she knows exactly what he's going after, which is why we get that moment later. Um, and as Belphegor and Cass are down in hell and walking around, Cass notices that it's really empty. And Belphegor wanted to have this moment. He's like, I think I'm growing on the boys. And that's when Cass tells him, no, you're an abomination. Nobody likes you. And But Belphegor kind of throws it back on him and goes, is that because you feel the same way? Like they've made you feel like that? Nobody likes you? Nobody wants you around? Well, you have to remember when Cass first came up, he was not their best buddy. And ever since their mother died... It's caused a major frisson in their relationship. Absolutely. And they get to this room where uh, another demon is kind of looting it, where Lilith's uh, was her sitting room or whatever. Sitting room, yeah. And she has a trunk that has Enochian words on it. And we find out that Belphegar has totally set set up Cass and has lied to all of them. And he basically just needs Cass to read it so he can open it to get the horn so he can actually take all the souls, gain all these souls' power, and take over as the king of hell. How can you take over the king of hell if you've ate all the souls? Unless of to course become you're one just big waiting. bad, yeah. I guess maybe to get re- to clean it out, so he'd have like a new hell for when new people died and came down to hell. But to me, it felt like he wanted to not only take over hell, but to be powerful enough to come on Earth and just take over everything. Which and is maybe why that's what it was: yeah. was that he wanted to come on to Earth and take over everything. And 
And that's why our dad was like, no. And that's why our, yep. Um, I also loved uh, Belfagar joking that Cass has the voice of an angel. <laughs> like, so you're right. Our dad knew that Belfagar was going after the crook. And this is why you said maybe our dad isn't that bad because she's just trying to stop the absolute worst possibility from happening. But what is she going to do with the crook? I don't think she wanted the crook. I think she just and I'm wanted gonna to go stop. on and say this because I, to me, it felt like it was a personal hatred, not just of her not wanting him to be in charge of hell, but also because he betrayed her that maybe they had been plotting to take over hell together, or maybe that was her original idea to take over hell. And then he decided to like steal it out from under her. But there's like a personal hatred. It wasn't done in a um, unemotional way. It felt very much like she was personally angry. And getting vindication. Yes. And when she was telling Cass what was going on, it was like, see, I told all y'all, he's a douche nozzle. And then Cass was listening to her because he knew he's a douche nozzle. Well, yeah. He wanted to be the super king of hell. Yes. And Cass was like, nah, not today, son. Well, and the crazy thing was, so, uh, Belfagar kills Ardat after, um, he uh, he pushes Cass aside, and he blows the horn, and all the souls start coming in. Yes. But Rowena and Dean notice something's not exactly right about this. And Cass is able to stop Belfagar from getting this and just starts punching him. And I'm like, okay, good. Let's, let's stop him. <laughs> let's stop him. Uh, is that the step we have to take? What Did he smite him? He did smite him, but if you noticed, it wasn't as powerful, like it was sputtering. Well, yeah, which is which is showing the fact that Cass is, isn't as powerful as he, he used, used to, to be. be. His power isn't there. It's because God's not up in heaven, or he's not up in heaven, or whatever. It's because he got but, shot. Um, Belfagar pleads with him as Jack. Uh, which only made Castiel even angrier. So much angrier. Oh, that, like... But I, I didn't know if he was actually going to stop. I thought maybe he'll, maybe he really will stop. But then the second he started pleading as Jack, he like he's like, no, you're you're lying. You're using. You're trying to like get to me. I'm not having it. And smites him. It made him even anger. I think that's where the smiting came from. The fury that he would try to emotionally manipulate um, Castro. Castro is like portraying no. his son. And no. this is where they each got their moment. Then yes, Cast got his moment. And Alex got his moment. Um, Jack Balfagar got his moment. I, I, I'm shocked we didn't get to see Jack in the black space. Because I thought we were going to see Billy. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, we still have like a ton of episodes. So we might see Billy. Billy's still going to be raping yeah. someone. She's going to be raping somebody. And since Jack's in the non-space, we could see Jack again. Because that was Jack's meat, meat suit. suit. But he but burned it. Yeah, but Jack's spirit is still so Jack's the, spirit's there, so he yeah. could jump into somebody else potentially. I don't think Jack would do that though. So Dean notices something's wrong. Rowena notices something's wrong. We see her stab herself. What did someone say? Rico Flores says Dean was acting douchey to Cass a lot lately. Oh yeah, he's been acting like this for yeah, ever since, since his mom la- yeah. yeah last season, even before his mom got died. They've been. For harsh. some reason, harsh towards Cass, and they've been excluding him from stuff a lot, and they've been really condescending the last two seasons. I think because of the Jack situation in general yeah. and the Lucifer situation. Yeah, I, I think that's just it's a combination of things 
that they're just really feeling like he's more trouble than he's being helpful lately. It was a reminder that he's not human, <clears throat> I think. Yes. So she takes out this resurrection sachet, sachet, um, and she's <laughs> like, I'm not going to need it anymore. And she says that she's going to have to pay the price. And death is this infinite vessel. It draws its power from its caster, meaning she's casting a spell. And Sam said, well, why didn't you tell us this right away? And she said, because this is the final thing. This is it. You have to use my coursing blood to capture all the souls. And then my final breath is the end. And they'll diminish and dissolve. The suppression on Sam's face was, like, heartbreaking. She'll absorb the souls and return them to hell, and in time her body will break down and they'll all be released where they belong. To perform a spell, she has to die, and it obviously has to be Sam that kills her because that's the prophecy. Um, She believes in the prophecy of magic, and everything's in their hands to do this. And she asks Sam to kill her, and I'm like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. no. And there's tears from both of them, and they're both starting to get super emotional, and... She's like, I know we've grown fond of each other, but will she, will he um, let the world die? Will he let her, uh, his brother die so that she can live? And this is what I was talking about last week. I was like saying something where she said those words and somebody commented in the video and goes, well, it's because she, she's trying to manipulate him to not kill her. And I'm like, nah, it wasn't like that. It was, it's this, it's, she's, she's telling him, you can't let me live. You have to kill me. Um, and Sam thinks about it. We get his moment. Such a good moment. And then he says no. Yes. And so I hard. and like he's oh. And I, then he says he says no. And she knows. And they both. I think it was more. They both just leaned in for the hug. I think yes. they leaned into each other. And grabbed onto each other so he didn't necessarily have to stab her. So she didn't necessarily have to take the blade. Because she's like, I can't do it to myself. I'm too selfish. I'm not going to kill myself. I don't have anything else to live for. You have to do it. So I think it was her way of making it like this 50-50 thing. Where they just leaned into each other. Hugged. They're both crying. And she says, that's my boy. And I I was like, acting. Acting. It was so good. Watching it was painful, but it was such a good goodbye for her. I was deep, heavy breathing, full-blown gasping, crying that Rutherford was literally playing with a toy (laughs) and came up to the... Because I sit on the floor in front of my computer while I watch the show, which is on TV. And he comes up on the couch behind me and just starts, like, licking my face. That I actually did an Instagram react video reaction... (laughs) to the episode to like her dying and I'm just literally in tears bawling you guys so if you want to see me crying real hard tears go there and and watch it it's going to be up for 23 hours yet so if you want to see me bawling my eyeballs out uh, Robin asks us to share some tissue with you she doesn't have an extra tissue so I'm just going to not give myself a paper cup but you know get in there um Wow, it was, it was so it was painful to watch, but it was. I mean, I loved Rowena from the get go. There haven't been that many female 
characters on this series for the past 14 years. And her character has always been so strong. And it's always been just, whenever she comes on, she just lights it up with humor, with just being a woman. She never, they never wrote her like a man or anything. They always wrote her like a woman and her motivation wasn't for dates. It was like just normal selfishness that any character could be. I want more money. I want more power. I want to do what I want. And I'm like, yay. It wasn't motivated by, how can I get this man? It was like, no. She, and this is the the third death of our of our peeps. There were other deaths in the episode, but this is the third death of our peeps. And this is why when I look back on it now, I'm going, all of this had to happen, though, to continue it. Catch being in the hospital, our dad coming out to stop Jack. Um, so Catch had to die for her to go down to, to find out the information to get Belfagar to kill him, mm-hmm. which caused them then having to, Cass having to kill Belfagar to stop that, and then Rowena having to sacrifice herself for the good of the boys and completely go self for the first, for one of the first times, we see her fully do something selflessly. Yes, truly selflessly. Because the only closest time was when she was trying to save her son. But even that wasn't really selfless. That was, I want my son because mm-hmm. he's mine. Um, this was truly selfless. And also when you think about it, they had to close the fissure because the boys were stuck in that town. And we have to get the boys out. We have to get them to, out to, to, to do, do some to other do stuff and figure out, doing, figure out everything else. I'm seeing in the chat, Rico Flores is saying, I'm putting all my cards on Jack. Hopefully he brings her back. Meaning Rowena. I want Rowena to come back. I don't want her gone. And, and or I want her to be queen of hell. Well, we'll yeah. So she does this and Cass is back on Earth. He tells Dean that he's killed Balfagar and that the crook is gone. Dean is mad. That was their only shot. Come on, Cass. And then Rowena, in this beautiful moment with this gorgeous music behind, I don't know if it was Scottish, if they were paying homage to her Scottish Scottish heritage. Loved that. I felt like it was a very Titanic, beautiful death moment. And she just walks out in this pink gown and her beautiful flowing red hair... And everyone's just like, wait, what? And the souls are just going into her body. And everyone's kind of going, what? And looking at Sam and looking at her. And she stands at the edge. And she turns back. She says, goodbye, boys. And then just, like, falls slash floats into the crack. And it closes up behind her. Um, It was almost peaceful. And it seals behind her. And you can tell Sam is just... Devastated at what he had to do, mm-hmm. that he lost a friend, and 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 here we are now. What in pain? They keep losing people, and they're not giving them a moment to recuperate because they're still dealing with the loss of their mother. They're still dealing with the loss of Jack and the um, guilt they felt about how they treated him and how he died. And now there's the guilt of this, and then the betrayal that they're still dealing with uh, Chuck. It's a lot. I mean, over the last 14 and a half seasons, I think this is one of the biggest painful nonstop moments that they've ever had. Because normally they have a little bit of a respite. And there's a little bit of comedy or something. But this is just like 
like it's almost like you're getting beaten up in a back alley and exactly just like wailing on you i just like, feel oh my gosh do you not feel emotionally drained i feel really drained everybody in the chat let us know do you feel emotionally drained right now i, I mean i just feel exhausted i I'm, i watching this episode was like painful for me because mm-hmm. i'm watching it like i i think why i'm so having a hard time talking about this episode was it just kept coming at me so quickly Watching the episode, I never had a moment to really just breathe and have a moment of levity or anything. It was like, what? And it was like, what? And I feel like, I think I feel numb is what it is. I'm just shocked over how Robert and the whole Supernatural executive producing writing team have mapped out from what we're seeing. And I feel like we're heading for more pain. I... I, I don't want to go into my premonition, but it feels like this isn't the season that I thought it was going to be. True. I, I'm, like, I'm with you on that. I'm, I've been shocked every episode. So let's get into the final moments in the show. Sam and Dean are, everyone's back at the bunker. Sam is obviously hurting from this. We know that this is going to take some time for him to get over and get past, and Dean is checking on him. And Sam comes... Uh, you know, Dean asks Sam how he's holding up and says, Stevie says the town is doing good. Uh, they found Catch dead, probably a demon. So now they're mourning this death on top of it all. And Dean says they did it. It's over. God threw one last apocalypse at them and they beat it. And that what he did with our, with Rowena, he didn't have a choice. And, and Sam knows this. Yes. And, you know, Dean's going to give him some space and time and gets out of Sam's room and then we see Cass and Dean talking and Cass apologizes about Rowena and Dean asks why Cass didn't stick to the plan and Cass explains that Belfagor was lying and using them to take over hell and Dean was like who cares we would have figured it out after it didn't mean to hurt Rowena and see uh, Castiel said something went wrong something always goes wrong and, and Dean goes you're always at the preface of what went wrong. It's always your fault. Something's going wrong is because you did something. He never... He... And he's not human. Which I have to remind myself all the time. And so he doesn't follow the plans because he feels as an angel what he wants to do is the right way to do it. And he pretends that he's going to go along with a plan. And then it feels like often than not he'll get distracted and he'll kind of like wander away like the way he lost Jack. Or else... He'll just decide on the fly, nah, I'm not going to do that. But God's, my, God, you know, having his temper tantrum wasn't Cass's fault. That was not Cass's fault. And there's, that was sort of like Sam and Dean's fault. And there's plenty of things that Cass has not been at fault for. I I mean, he's an angel. He isn't human. So there's, there's other things that he's, Mm. I I feel like this was, I even wrote, I'm like, harsh. It was very harsh. Come on. He's still angry about his mother. He is. And he's blaming, he doesn't want to blame himself. And he's blaming, he's got to blame somebody Jack, else. But Jack isn't around, mm-hmm. so Cass is going to catch all take that. the Take the fall for yeah. it. And Cass says Dean used to trust him, give him the benefit of the doubt. Now we can barely look at him. His powers are failing. Um, he's tried to talk to Dean, but Dean doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't care. He's dead to him and still blames him for Mary uh, and doesn't think there's anything left to say and starts to walk away. And Dean. Um, asks uh, Cass where he's going and Cass says well Jack is dead, Chuck is gone you and Sam have each other it's time for me to move on and I thought in this moment Dean was going to say no 
Mm-hmm. We're in this together. Don't go. Is it because no. Dean is too prideful? I have to say, it's always been Sam and Dean. And when it, the chips fall, they'll move heaven and hell for each other. And they'll save everybody else. But when it comes right down to it, they're the two that they cleave to the most. And right now, whenever he sees Castiel, it reminds him of the loss of his mother and of their father, who they had for a minute that they kind of remember. And they kind of blame, and he blames him. It's irrational and it's not fair, but again, they're human and people have a tendency to want to blame people, especially the people that they know enough where they'll allow them to blame them. Well, Ivan Soto in the chat is saying that he wanted what I wanted to. He wanted Dean to say, come back, don't leave, don't go. He's so mad at Dean, but Robinaugh says, I think Dean's just grieving and this is how he reacts to it. I I agree with that. 100%. This is how Mm -hmm. Dean is able to handle it. And like you said, it's too much a reminder of Mary at the time. Mm -hmm. I hope that they call back on Cass oh, and mend this relationship because Cass has been there and helped them through a lot. Yes. So he's not all bad. And no. I, I don't, I don't want to see him leave on this like sad, empty note. No, no, no. I think once he gets over and he has a few moments to like breathe and be back to normal, he'll realize how much he misses Cass and how much they need Cass and that they'll bring him back. I don't think they're, I think the relationship will have changed. Uh, with everything that's gone on. But I think when it comes right down to it, no matter how much they fight, no matter how angry and how disappointed they are, he's still part of their family. Mm-hmm. And they'll still bring him back. He'll just, they'll just be, it'll just, it just won't be the same. No, I think, I, I yeah, I don't think their relationship is ever going to be the same. So, you guys, this was the episode, as you can see, why I started oh, with the tears. I've cried twice now during filming. Uh, let's... Let's get into the best kill, I guess, for our special segment. The best kill. So many kills. So much death. Oh, my gosh. Already. I can't. I have nothing left to give. I I give up. A, all the deaths were just phenomenal. Um, I have to say my best death with Wawina. It was the heart of the episode it was the repercussions over everything. It was like throwing a pond in a... It was like throwing a stone in a pond. The ripples that you didn't even realize it would affect. That's it was so great wonderful. great analogy. I'm I'm torn between... Because I, I love the idea of the selfless death. So both catch not... Staying loyal to the boys and dying for them to not give them up. And Rowena knowing that this was the prophecy... And this had to be done and going, well, I think you, two seasons ago, Rowena would never have done this. Oh, no. She would have said, uh-uh, screw you, bye guys, you figure it out. Uh-uh, it, ain't, it ain't happening, I'm not going to let it happen. So I feel like she's become so close to them that she she just fell on the sword. One the ch- uh... <laughs> Thank you, Vita. That was fabulous. In the chat, Gracian Wyan says, Rowena also the most heartbreaking death. Ivan Soto says, Ketch died being loyal to the Winchesters. 
Um, it was, it was just, it was, there were so, painful. I mean, and you get Balfagar, who's technically kind of, was a Jack moment, too. So there was a lot of deaths. There's a death in the friendships mm-hmm. between Dean and Cass right now. There, It was just, it was a tough episode. But um, Rowena tough. being around for as many seasons mm-hmm. as as she has been, I think, four seasons, <sighs> she gets it. But I'm happy they let she's her. Sort of, I'm happy she stayed well, for the and I'm, final yeah, season. I'm, I'm not sure she's even really gone. So, But let's get into some news and gossip before we get into our predictions. Ooh. Just a, a piece or two if you what you got, Cherry. So Ruth Connell has a movie coming out. Um, they're in post-production. It's called Open House. And it's a British, I think, comedy about a real estate agent um, in a student documentary. And then our other is Osric Chow, who was done dirty by Chuck, being sent to hell, has a ton of projects. Um, he's in Pretty Dudes with a TV show, a TV movie called Thicker Than Thieves. And he's coming back to Geek Life with a show called Zaps Inc., which is in production about how zombies are the natural order of society and rich people make the rules. And so they don't have to deal with the zombies the way the poor do. Ooh. Look, they had me at zombie. <laughs> and with Osric, because I think he's adorable. And I think uh, David Hayden Jones has the fiddling horse coming Ooh, out yes. uh, at a film festival coming up soon. I'm not sure. I'm sure you guys can check his uh, and Twitter, and he has everything up there. It's the holiday season, you so you know, know he has a Hallmark movie coming out. Oh, but exactly. He's, he's going to have something that he's working on. He's got to find some lonely... <laughs> Beautiful young girl to take advantage of and break her heart probably just a little bit, uh, and then find love. Christmas after movies, all. yes, on Hallmark. That uh, is the way. That's the pattern. That's, that's the pattern. That is the way it goes. So uh, <laughs> let's get into some predictions for next week before I start crying again. Uh, there. After Buzz TV predictions. predictions. So. The guys are back, living their normal life, doing hunter stuff, going into a town, taking care of some thing that's killing cheerleaders. Hey, y'all, I'm a cheerleader. Uh, and uh, it just like looks like back They're to normal. They're back on the road. Maybe Monster of the Week episode, but back Yay. to normal. It's a Halloween episode, so who knows what will be happening? Uh, what What are your predictions for you know, it doesn't have to be next week. It can be up until the midseason finale. What's what's going to happen, Cherry? I think that they're going to go back to their normal um, supernatural, where they're going from town to town, killing creatures, take kicking butt, taking names. I'm hoping that we'll be adding more um, hunters because I noticed when they're at the town, they made a call out. So it seems like all the hunters haven't died. So I'm hoping we'll get to interact with more hunters and they'll be able to like lighten the load. All right, and we still have Kaya's staff, which they to figure broke. out that they broke, but that that has not been locked up yet. And I don't. I hope the writers are still thinking about that because I think about it and I mention it every week. Uh, predictions. I hope Rowena ends up. I know I've been talking with some of you guys on YouTube uh, about your predictions and stuff, and we've been talking about uh, Dean ruling hell and Sam being up in heaven, and. Maybe this has changed now. Maybe Rowena's down there ruling Helen, finds a way to somehow survive as this weird demon creature, and, and it doesn't, like, kill her or dissolve her. I'm hoping that's the case. Um, back to normal for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. but uh, something, something's going to happen. Well, in the chat, 
Um, Billy Jean says there's no new episode next week. We'll have to check because I thought there was one from the commercial. They didn't say mm-hmm. that there was a break, but we'll check it out. But let's assume that they will be back next week. And then for um, predictions, I saw that Robina says Chuck will be in the next episode and Becky will be back too. Is that prediction? Ooh. All right. Ooh. You guys, we are only three episodes in and so much has happened and we're so glad you're here with us joining us talking about the show keep writing to us on YouTube make sure you subscribe on YouTube to us so that we can talk to you all about the show there is no episode next week Uh, so we have off for Halloween um, that hasn't happened in like that, forever. They always have a Halloween, they always have episode. A Halloween episode. So maybe they thought because they killed off so many people that they didn't need an episode. <laughs> and I kind of agree with you. I need a week. Okay, you guys, I need a week uh, to to mourn the loss of this. Thank you, Vito, for letting us know. Thank you in the chat for letting us know. So we'll actually see you guys then in two weeks. Um, once again, please, yeah, let us know what you're thinking on YouTube. Talk to us on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Cherry, where can they find you if they want to talk to you on Instagram and Twitter? Cherry underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. And this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on all things social media, especially Twitter and Instagram, at Lindsay Wegner, including my reaction to Rowena dying on the Instagram vid right now if you want to see me cry my eyes out. Uh, Thanks again, you guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 